I was muted. Hello, it is. <laughs> Brilliant! What a start. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be right if we started properly. Yeah, can um, you see the day everything does go right? I will panic. Welcome to the Evil Tea Podcast. My name is Colin, and this is Stu over here. Hello. See, that's how I don't it know why start. I waved. That's <laughs> podcast wave. Uh. <laughs> anyway, we so, don't. What we were don't you saying? Do, we don't. We don't, we don't do second takes or anything. I was just no. doing the, the hello. <laughs> then I was muted. That was the button on my headset, not on on there. So, oh, that's worse. When there's I not think a I light must have hit that by. Yeah, I must have hit that by accident. <laughs> but there it is. Sweet. All right, so we're back for another week of stories about silly, silly old video games. Who takes those seriously? <laughs> Us apparently. We really shouldn't. You I shouldn't know. Enjoy them. Well, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah, I, we take them seriously. Fun. How's that sound? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> um. Right. So, what's been happening this past weekend? Where do we start? Um. Well, let's start with something that's um. That's kind of uh, applies to to something I did this week anyway. Um. So we all know the the PlayStation Five is in hot demand, and um, Sony's CFO, Hiroki uh, Totoki, uh, has, has said that they Sorry. do not, they do not, that was awful pronunciation, so you can uh, laugh all you want. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so basically, he said, uh, yeah, this is going to keep going probably until 2022. Uh, that so... is mad when you think about that. The PlayStation was released end of 2020. Yeah, November. And it's November 2020, and it's going to be... Sony have came out and says, we're going to be in short supply until 2022. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, that that sounds like there there isn't going to be a time where you're going to be able to just, you know, walk in to, to a Curry's or something and, and pick yourself up a, a PlayStation 5. It's gonna always be this mad hunt where you're looking for when the stock's coming in and then being ready on the website for three hours before. Uh, how long, if you don't mind me asking, how long were you queuing for on your online website? Well, that's what I was gonna bring up. Is I've actually finally managed to order one. Hey, I'm sorry, um, I spoiled it. <laughs> so I got mine from Game. They're a bunch of assholes, but. Now, I'm not talking about the people that work there. Um, no, of course not. Uh, I'm talking about the the people that run run the show. But anyway, so uh, I had to keep a, a lookout uh, and stock updates and that, and then uh, the uh, the information going around was that they would be releasing the stock they had for purchase between nine a.m. and uh, or sometime. Between nine and I can't remember. Well, starting from nine on was it Monday, Tuesday? Uh, I think it was Tuesday. I think it was message. Tuesday. Yeah, is is when I bought it. No, it was actually Wednesday. Sorry, it was Wednesday because I was getting oh, yeah, the yeah. jab. Yeah, it's Wednesday. You know what that means? Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, 
yeah, I, I sort of got up logged in to to game and all, made sure I had I was in the right place. Um, sort of did a, a thing where you, you add a, a pack of batteries to your basket so you can fill out the uh, the gas basket details so you don't have to fill out your dress and all before buying the thing. Um, and then just sat there waiting for a tweet to go through to say it was live. Um, and then as soon as, as soon as I did that, I hit the bundle that I wanted, which was the Demon Souls bundle. Because game, instead of, uh, you know, just letting you buy a goddamn console, they have all these bundles. Now, they do have the console on its own to buy, but they assign their stock to bundles. So they could still have PlayStation 5s left. Um, but they'll have none left that they're willing to sell you without stuff added on. Or, you know, they'll have sold out of the, the PlayStation 5s they uh, put aside to sell with Demon Souls. Or a stupid fucking t-shirt that no one wants. What the... Like, it's just... It's shit, I hate that bundle crap. Um, but anyway, I got put into a queue. Uh, I think I waited about 12 minutes. Uh, tip, if you're... Q time is anywhere. Uh, if it's saying you're gonna wait over an hour, you're not getting one. Give up. Um, uh, I waited the, the time, went through the bundle I wanted was sold out. Frantically flicked on a bunch of the other bundles till I got one. Ended up getting one with a stupid T-shirt and Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man, yay! T-shirt, nay. No. Fifteen pound for a T-shirt I paid. Fuck! That it's won't not even, even gonna fit. It won't even fit, and I wouldn't wear it anyway because it just says player one. And uh, yeah, that's just shit. What do you mean player one? What are you talking? Fuck! Why did you just stick a big player one label on yourself? Um, but yeah, uh, I got myself a, a PlayStation Five, which hasn't arrived yet. Um. But yeah, uh, that that that's gonna be standard for how you buy a PlayStation for the next year. So hmm. if you're still looking for one, good luck. Good luck indeed. And um, and just on that as well is uh, games for the PlayStation Five because there's still mm. not, still not a lot out there at this stage. Truthfully, there isn't. But. Um, Sony are apparently working on 25 new games, uh, half of them being new IP, intellectual property, so things we've never seen before. That'll be cool to see. Mm. And hopefully they're, like, because you know yourself, if something's developed just for the PlayStation 5, it'll look far better than something that's going to be cross-generational because they're able to just push all the power for it. So I'm hoping that the bunch of the new games are going to be... I'm not trying to, you know, fucking fuck off PS4 owners, but I'm just trying to say I want to actually see what this PlayStation 5 could really do now. I want, I want a couple of games that are really going to push the boat out and, you know, get me money's worth of what I paid for, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you want... Um, yeah, you always get this transition period between console generations where, you know... They they want to make games for the new hardware, but at the same time, there's a lot of people that have the old hardware that they mm -hmm. still want to sell games to. So you get stuck in this sort of in between. Um, but I would say a lot of the stuff. Uh, I mean, even if if we look at the the, the stuff we know about, um, we got Ratchet and Clank, 
which is how it's soon. That's very soon. And that's a PS5. There's no PS4 in that. Mm. Um, Horizon Forbidden West, is is that coming out in PS4? I don't know. I don't think so. I think they were saying they they want to push the... Uh, they want to push it further, so I think it will be a PS5 one only because I don't. I think that's going to be a couple of years yet, or at least a year or two. Yeah, um, Gran Turismo Seven is one that's announced. Uh, that's that's going to be five all day long. Uh, ah. God, God of War Ragnarok. Um, oh yeah. So I can't see that that coming out in uh, a PS4 version of that either. So mm. the, there's there's a lot of. Um, there's a lot to look uh, forward to. There's a lot, lot we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there's, uh, there's those, those are the games we know about, and and you know, twenty five games doesn't mean you're gonna get, you know, twenty five uh, to the scale of uh, Horizon or God of War. I wouldn't mm. think there, there's no. got to be smaller stuff in there. Um, half of those new stuff, there's, there's nothing you can sort of speculate in that. But there's four existing. Uh, four existing franchises for Sony. That leaves a bit of room for uh, if half of these are existing series. At least a bit of room. Is there anything you want to see that hasn't been announced that, for them to to make a sequel or uh, another game in the series too that we already know about? Me personally, uh, yeah. you know me. I'd I'd love to see a new Twisted Metal, but I never see that happen. <laughs> uh, other than that, um, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to see because uh, obviously they done the remake of uh, Medieval two years ago, mm. and it done really well. I'd love to see them remake Medieval too. Or what about a brand new Medieval? Or even, uh, yeah, that'd be very cool. A brand new Medieval would be very very cool. Um, I don't think because obviously uh, wasn't it Naughty Dog done Jack and Dak? I don't think we'll ever. Go Jack down that da- route again. Jack and Daxter. Yeah, I, I can't say they they keep re-releasing that. Um, uh, that mm. was a that was a PlayStation Two series mainly. Mm. Uh, a collection was released on PlayStation Three, and I'm pretty sure the same collection was released on PlayStation yep. Four. They did. Um, uh, I don't know if it'll if they'll do anything to it for I PlayStation Five because you'll be able to play it on PlayStation Five anyway. Yeah, true. And plus, you know, if you want your sort of platformer fix you do have ratchet and clank yeah yeah um i wonder what the chances of them doing a sequel to bloodborne oh see that was that was there that was right there um (laughs) so so demon souls did very very well for them and still is doing very very well still is uh, like month (laughs) <laughs> I wonder how many people that own a PS5 have a copy of Demon's Souls as well. Uh, I don't it, know anyone that would have a PS5 if you don't have Demon's Souls. <laughs> yeah. Why would you buy one if you don't get Demon's Souls? <laughs> and Demon's Souls was done, wasn't made uh, by From Software, that was a studio called Bluepoint. Mm-hmm. So there's there's no reason why they, they couldn't maybe, and I'm pretty sure Sony owns the you know demon souls ip so you could uh, if from can't do it then maybe they could get blue point to to do it this time um don't know uh i'm not sure that does blue point have what it takes to 
do one of these from scratch because uh, mm. of the little bit I played at Demon Souls is like that was them just you know more or less following following Miyazaki's script down to the wire or like you know down to the letter uh, on mm. on making Demon Souls that they, they, they didn't add anything to it they just which still that's that's what you wanted you wanted a the the mm. perfect representation of Demon Souls because it's often the it's the overlooked one in the series just before it caught on big so um it's not to not to say that Demon Souls is any anything lesser than than the others in the series um yeah it's, it's, I I don't know what From Software is at at the minute well the last game they did was that Sekiro yeah and Elden Ring they've gone very quiet oh, yeah. on that. I tried to have Elden Ring in the works. Uh, I would love to see a Bloodborne too. I mean, I absolutely adore of all the Souls games, and don't get me wrong, I absolutely adore Demon Souls and the Dark Souls games. But uh, there was just something about Bloodborne I absolutely loved. I'd even like, like I said, the, the uh, aesthetics for me. Uh, I would even like a, a PS5 update for Bloodborne. Yeah, give me a 60 frames 4K version of Bloodborne, and I would happily play through it again. Aye, so that's um, some some uh, reassurance that we're we're gonna get some PS5 games at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on then. Uh, so I don't know how much you know about this, you, but um, do you know the crack with Apple and Epic? I know there was a whole big falling out because I haven't read too much into this because I. I've, I remember it was all over the, the video game sites for a while, but this is all because of Fortnite, isn't it? Yeah. So basically what happened was Apple, um, we all know that, again, Apple, the iPhones. Yes. You can only install stuff on an iPhone through the App Store. There's no other way yes. to do things. Um, you have to go through that App Store. That's the Apple um, way, like. Yeah. And we know that you're going to get a lot of free-to-play games. One of those being Fortnite, and one of the ways free-to-game, free-to-play games make money is by selling, um, you know, a virtual currency of some sort, where they use to buy mm. different cosmetic things. Yep. Uh, Apple will take a thirty percent cut of all of all of that. Thirty percent. Thirty percent. Oh Jesus! He's at it again. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone in your um, yeah, you know, everyone buying the the V bucks in in Fortnite. Um, Apple's taking thirty percent off the top on that. Um, so Epic was like, "Nah, <laughs> we don't want to do that." And it's also looking at uh, you know ways of having the uh, Epic Store. So. You know, Epic has a on PC game store. Yeah, and they're they're interested in uh, doing phone games as well and uh, different phone apps. But um, Apple's dead set against any kind of other app store within their app store. So you you know you can't you can't go on to uh, iOS app store and download. A, well, you can download a Steam app, but you can't buy stuff from the Steam app, whereas I, I have an Android phone, I can download Steam and I can make purchases from my phone. Yep, same um, here. And that's because the Apple would, again, take 30% for every everything bought um, out of that store. 
Um, so that's what this is about. So uh, Epic saying this is uh, uh, monopolistic and uh, against the law. They can't be doing this. Um, and like, like, at its core, it's it's like everyone thought it's like it's yeah, it's two billionaire um, companies, you know, having a fucking slap fight. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you're starting to think like, Epic while. Their, their first reason for doing this is so they can get more money. But at the same time, you think of it like a, a smaller app developer. Um, and it's the same thing we were talking about. I think it was last week we were talking about Steam taking the, the 30% were. and uh, Microsoft dropping their cut to 125 Epic was the one that first did that. Uh, made made that change. Well, from the start, they were saying, well, we only take a 12.5% cut. And for smaller developers, like a 30%, that's a huge, huge like cut of uh, the the money you're bringing in, mm. um. So so there is the epic maybe have a bit of the uh, um moral you know, high ground. Yeah, moral high ground. That's that's a good way of putting it on on it. Even though I I don't believe for a second that's that's their uh their reasons for doing it. Um, but some of the more interesting stuff is the just the shit they've been throwing at each other. Um, you make them sound like a pair of chimpanzees just throwing <laughs> shit at each other. They kind of are. Like <laughs> so. So, uh, re- recently, um, Epic allowed you to download, uh, you know the the website HIO, do yeah. a lot of indie game stuff. They allow you to download their store from the Epic Store. Um. Twitch, Apple's trying to use that against them, saying, oh, you have porn, and because it's like HIO, like, they, they have a, an adult tag, they, they mm-hmm. allow adult games, same way Steam does, um, and they're like, oh, the, the games on HIO are unspeakably offensive. I was like, what's that got to do with anything? <laughs> I mean, they, they say, oh, we want to keep our platform clean. I was like, fucking hell. Um, some of the old documents come out, is like, really... It, like if you're into the the money side of things and um, just how hard Epic has been trying to cut into Steam, um, like the money they've been spending. Uh, so just a, a couple of things here. So apparently they offered two hundred million to Sony to get first party PlayStation titles on the Epic Store, which obviously didn't didn't come out. Um, mm. uh, Fortnite has brought in nine point one billion dollars over two years. Jesus. Um. To get Borderlands three exclusive in the Epic Store cost Epic one uh, one hundred and fifteen million dollars. <laughs> Money well spent there, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, there was a whole uh, thing about a uh, Tim Sweeney uh, sent an email or something to Ubisoft people for apologizing to for the extraordinary Division Two fraud. So basically, I think. Um, on the Epic Store, something like seventy percent of all transactions for Division Two were fraudulent. <laughs> like people using stolen credit cards through oh, the Epic Jesus. Store to buy stuff for uh, for Division Two. Uh, I fucking not say. Um, I think that they they said it was like they were using advanced hacking techniques too. It's like. You know, they stole a bunch of credit cards and just bought shit on your site. <laughs> Where the fuck's the hacking there? Uh, 
Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Advanced hacking techniques. Uh, physical real world hacking. <laughs> so as well, they, they've spent a billion dollars on exclusives all together. Jesus. And 115 of that was on Borderlands fucking 3. So over 10% of it was on Borderlands. What of the, the billion. Uh, it came out. And now there, there's, there's other companies get pulled into this as well. It's like uh, their details came out through this lawsuit that Walmart was working on a cloud gaming service. The big, um, I don't know, what are they? Supermarket department? Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're American equivalent of Tesco. Uh, um, and the, here's one for you. Sony charges for cross-play support. To protect oh, PSN revenue. This, this is uh, fucking. This is just Sony down to. Oh, they're such assholes. So like they, they, they have a, a mathematical formula that if you're making a, money over a certain threshold on a different platform than the PlayStation, they will. You have to make up the difference to them. It's a whole fucking formula work like how much money Sony gets what's being done on their platform versus the same account on a different platform or like unless we make this much money you have to pay us if you want crossplay and it's like oh you fucking assholes eh? that's madness yeah that is madness eh? um and then another one is uh they have spent 11 million dollars on giving away free games. Which is... That's pretty cool. $11 million on yeah. free games. Yeah. And this actually goes down and to tell you how much they paid for different games. Whoa. So you can see the likes of... You know, you always... The, the likes of PlayStation Plus and all. And you've mm-hmm. always wondered, it's like, what's what's in, in it for the developer and that? Um, mm. And... Uh, it looks from this, it, it, it fucking differs widely. Um, so, the the game that they paid the most for to give away free was Batman Arkham, Arkham Trilogy, which they paid Warner uh, $1.5 million. They paid $1.4 million for Subnautica. But then you have other things like um, uh, more sort of indie games. Uh, the End is Nigh. Uh, got 200 grand. Uh, what were Remains of Edith Finch, which is a really good game, is 125 grand. Um, Limbo, 350 grand. Inside, uh, 800 grand. It's a, a lot for that. It's a small game. But like Alan Wake got 150 grand. Um, I, you, you can, this is all in public documents now because it's gone through court. Aye. So you can go and, and look what uh, what what was paid if if you're into that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I thought just thought that was that was interesting to to see in inside that that stuff a bit. Um, so the whole th- so this whole thing then is down to to get back to the actual case at hand. It's what why who which one of the two is suing the other one? Epic suing Apple because uh, basically because Epic uh, bypassed the whole. They, they allowed people to buy V-Bucks outside of Apple's um, right. thing, so Apple wasn't getting a cut, and then Apple kicked them off the App Store, and that's that's what started. Right. To okay. be honest, I brought this up more for all those documents coming out, because that's, that's the more interesting part of uh, it. 
It's, by, uh, it's also about time someone addressed that whole Apple thing, because mm. like, the, their entire ecosystem is... They called it a wall garden um, epic, which is not far enough away. It's like, you buy this thing from them, and it's the most expensive phone. You're paying, like, over a grand ah. for it in some instance, and then you can't... You have to play by their rules. You can't do what you want. You have no freedom. Ah. I don't understand why people buy iPhones, I seriously fucking don't. I don't get it. And yet Apple, I don't. Obviously, they're not as big in Europe, but they are massive in America. Like it's Apple or nothing in America, pretty much. I, I don't Android's the, the bigger thing over here. Uh, their phones aren't in any way better than an Android. There, there's no. nothing. There's nothing you're it, getting. It's just for the price of the newest iPhone. If you could get them, you could get three PlayStation fives. Yeah. Like, and I guarantee the there's a lot more technology in my PlayStation 5 than there is in a fucking iPhone 12. Oh yeah, 100%. There's a lot more going on in there. The, what the fuck am I paying the 1200 for? Stu, you could buy a very good PC. I could buy, I, I could buy a beast of a PC for the price of this fucking phone that won't let me do anything. Fuck, yeah. I'd rather buy a PC. There you go. There's something I'd rather buy than a fucking iPhone. A fucking high-end PC. But I'd still take my PlayStation to bed at night. Mm. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I love how casual you were about that. Just yeah, that's true, <laughs> all right. You don't surprise me anymore. Don't tell me um, more, like I said, not the. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I stopped there is because it doesn't fit. <laughs> well, um, on our next story then. Uh, well, this isn't really much a story. Just, I just wanted to bring up some of the stupid mods that we're seeing for Resident Evil Village. So I have finished it very quickly. Just what I did finish oh, cool. it. Obviously, the last time we talked, I haven't finished it. I have finished it. So some of these mods, I reckon, will be fucking. I've seen. I've seen. Oh, I can't pronounce her name. The big lady. Uh, someone replaced her face with Thomas the Tank Engine. Lady Demis Demiscu. Demiscu. I, I think I'm getting there. Damn it! <laughs> uh, I think that's clo- that's as close as I'm going to get. Let's be honest. So, oh. so there's one that turns her in to make her look like Mr. X, you know, the, oh. with the skin. <laughs> but right. no, not actually Mr. X. It's still, it's still her. It's still her character model. Just changes the skin texture to make it like, you know, his skin's all weird and wrinkly. Uh. I don't know why. Because <laughs> people love doing things like this. But here's one. They've replaced the baby's head with Chris's head. Oh, I seen that. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> <laughs> Just, you pick up a wee baby Chris Redfield and walking around with. God. I seen there was a guy that was modding the mercenaries mode to be played in third person. Yeah, but but uh, Ethan you, has no head. No head. Yeah, because probably Ethan doesn't actually have a head at all when you're playing. I would say. <laughs> Well, you know when you beat the game, like most current Resident Evils, you can uh, unlock the character models and things like that. Yeah. Ethan has no head in his character model. Yeah. So, like... You never see his face. But that that, kind of got there, I won't lie to you. It's like two games in, and I still don't know what this son of a bitch looks like. It's kind of annoying me now. (laughs) Um, Well... Actually, there's a mod for you then. Um, to give Ethan a face. 
<laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, it's um, it's it's like a Frank West selfie faces. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know what that was. So the, we got one to, to replace um, pl- replace Chris with Dante from Devil May Cry. Because. Just or uh, replace Lady Demiscu with uh, Ada Wong. <laughs> of course. So he's just a big giant Ada Wong running about. Uh, fuck's sake. Do you know... Um, yeah, this won't be spoilers. I don't care. Uh... So obviously Ada is not in the game. No. But there was plans for her to be in the game. Yeah. She was gonna have like this big plague doctor outfit on and be following you around the, the village. Um, again, would have been a very cool link to Resi Four as we were discussing because it feels very Resi Four. So, mm. but they decided to scrap that. Don't know why, but you never know. I they have said there's DLC and stuff planned, so you never know what could happen. Yeah. I had a look at. I know you were saying some earlier stuff you've been seeing. You were seeing some negative stuff, but I people are loving this. Ah, I said it's fucking dumb, it. dumb as fuck in the best possible way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, say I finished yeah. it, and the story, you know, you're going through, and it, like, won't spoil or anything, but it, yeah, like, you get no story. You don't understand what's going on for a good eighty-five percent of the game, <laughs> and then the last fifteen percent, it just throws all the bonkers I can at you and you're just like holy shit this is insane <laughs> yeah just big here's a here's a plot dump I uh, you. clearly clearly Capcom just made this class game and then went right, people are going to want this link to Resident Evil here you go just dump that all at the end <laughs> I like it when game makers do that it was like Doom 2016 I'm sure you've watched the documentary where they had the game made and they were like struggling with the story and I, I think it was Hugo or I think it was Hugo was like we were really unresponsible to how late we left the story in the game <laughs> like, it was like six months to go maybe and we were like we gotta do a story so I love yeah. when people do that though when they just worry about making a great game and then they go right we'll have to put a story in here and obviously Resident Evil is a fucking 25 uh, year old franchise now so they had to obviously link it to the Resident Evil universe, and they did it in like the craziest and best possible way. If you ask me, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I Sorry, kind of got off topic there, but. <laughs> right. So, well, speaking of making games, okay, um, guess who made a game? Oh, or is, oh, okay. is in the middle of making a game? Because <laughs> we heart school here. Konami? Um, Konami have actually released a game. Dear and Jesus. it's not Pro Evil. Or some fucking pachinko machine. Or some pachinko machine. Or even a, a, a collection of old games. It's an actual a brand new... new. It's not a new IP, but it's well, a brand new yeah. game. It's a new IP outside of Japan because the original this never true. came out. Outside. True. It was true. never released. This was the game. Do you remember when we were doing the uh, unscripted episode on Konami, and I was trying to tell you I couldn't remember the name of the game that borrowed a lot of character models from Castlevania? Mm. Is this Getsufuma Den? Getsufuma Den. Getsufuma Den. Because Um, he was obviously his DLC in the Castlevania HD game, so I was trying to remember that, but there you go. Yeah. Now, I do want um, 
to encourage this kind of thing from Konami so they'll make a game I actually want from their back catalog. <laughs> 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 but I haven't, I haven't bought this because it's early access and they make a, don't make a habit of buying early access games. But because yeah. it's Konami. Yeah, but... See, I, I, I'm not the type of person to replay games a lot. Hmm. And with early access, if you're going to play it, uh, at some point you're going to have to go back and play it again. Uh, mm-hmm. And the chances of me doing that are slim. So, so uh, that's what Very why quickly, I, have you bought this? No, no, no. Um, right. That's the thing. It, it might be something I buy when, when, I, when they when finish it. Finished. Um, but so Agreed. The, the type of game it is, a side-scrolling game, uh, obviously it's a remake of... Uh, a game they made previously. It's a roguelite, which means um, you're going to be doing runs. Um, and I think it's got a bit of uh, Metroidvania-style progression in there where you're getting abilities to get to this new area. It's mm. got a really, really cool look to it. It's yep. um, it's done in a, like a traditional Japanese painting style like you would see on the, uh, you know, the old uh, traditional Japanese screens with um, uh, you know, that you know the things I'm talking about, the screen things, yep, yep. and then they're all got these real intricate paintings on it. So it all looks a lot like that sort of stuff. Um, which, Leia, uh, I, I really think it's it's got a striking look to it. Um, lots of like, brush stroke style, almost like a Okami style sort of mm. thing. Um, or Street Fighter 4 did that as well with their, they their did. looking stuff. I um, am hoping that when this game is finished it gets a console release because I do like the look of it myself and I'll definitely be picking it up. I, I'm sure it will. It's a, it's a just, straight... Sorry? I was just going to say, as you say, you know, if Konami see that, oh, look, we made a new game and look, it sold really well. Maybe we should make more. Yeah. It's, it's weird that, like, having it in early access... Uh, sort of tells you this is maybe a bit of an experiment and uh, it is a pretty obscure well pretty obscure it's really obscure I'd never heard of it um, you know well, I only know it because of that Castlevania game to be fair that was the only reason I ever heard of it I had not heard of it before that mm. uh, so it's it's good to see mm-hmm. um, because there's they they own so many like, like legendary favorite, yeah, legendary like stuff you grew up with um, yep. that you for some reason want to see them still make um, it's like yeah just like even though, even with all the, the shit Silent Hill stuff that's come out you uh, you always want them to try again you'll yeah, always no matter how many shit Silent Hill games are made you say right oh. take another stab at it take another stab at it and I'll f- in fairness right there's been three bad Silent Hill games and five good ones so Silent Hill has a you know it has a good record what's you know it, it, has, it is a good record because the three the five good ones that they made are fucking legendary games you know, you've got one, two, three, four in Origins. I know Origins. It is. I consider it a good one. It's supposed some I, people. I I've never played it because that's one of the handheld ones. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It got a PS2 release, but trying to get your hands on it is fuck me. Um, mm. But it's a good game. It, it trust me, it is a good game. Uh, it is more about the horror than you know than you know the, the other ones went down the route of the more sort of action thing. But 
it would be fantastic because obviously Resident Evil had its bumpy road as well and everyone thought that was gone but then Capcom give it a bit of love and look where it is again so if Konami just give that bit of love to Silent Hill it could be up there with the, the greats again of the survival horror franchise yeah, you know yeah. that's what we're hoping plus I'd love to see the return of something like Contra as well because you know Konami fuck they used to buy a Contra they used to love those games mm. they were old school tough side scrollers yeah. And it's it's mad. Um, here's a segue for you. They haven't done anything with Castlevania. Recently. Oh yeah, since Lords of Shadows. Lords 2, of Shadows too. Yeah. Um, They've done yeah. collections and stuff, but yeah. And especially since you know we've had this show that had had its four seasons just just come out, um, mm-hmm. and there's there's nothing from. The, the game side of things. Um, and the uh, show's doing really well, review-wise, so there's obviously yeah. a buzz about Castlevania. Yeah. Um, like, a, it's another, like, you know, game-based, game-based uh, adaption to, maybe not a movie, but it's like, yeah, the, but this is genuinely good, whereas you used to just not, like, mm-hmm. every, if something, if a game was being turned into a film, or not so much a show you would get, but it was always going to be absolute shit. Um. Yeah, I've I've watched the the fourth season. You see, you haven't watched it yet. Not yet. Um. Uh, we know this is the the last. Yeah, season. they did announce that. Um. This is a a nice end. Uh. To to Trevor and and Cipher's story. Um. Wrap wraps everything up very nicely as well. Say some great boss fight. There is. Uh. I just want to point out like episode three. The f- scene in that, and it's just like, pl- just let these guys make Berserk. <laughs> I know they're not a Japanese studio and that, and it's like, but just give them a stab at Berserk, because someone, someone, at least one person on that team is a massive Berserk fan, and I can tell by that fight, just the the stuff that happened there. I won't say anything about it, but it was just like, it's the best Berserk anime there's ever been. That wee five minute <laughs> section. <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah, so like it leaves everything open, and we know they said they're going to do uh, spin-offs. Mm. Um, what I would like to see is maybe maybe something prequel like, maybe with Simon Belmont that maybe takes be... place completely in the castle. That'd be awesome. Because it's it's one thing about about the uh, the show. In general, there's not enough of the castle in it. Yeah, because the only big castle episode I remember was uh, is it season two. Ah, season two has that amazing fight between Dracula and Alucard, where they are literally just beating the shit out of each other around the castle. Mm. But um, I think that they need to do more with to make the castle more of a thing itself. Because you know, from the games, the castle's fucking nuts. Ah. And it's, it's supposed to be like alive. It, yeah, it's its yeah. own entity. Um, so I'd like to see them go and explore that a bit. Uh, see what they can do there. Um, mm. I think you could work if you did, because like it's ten episodes. You could do a, an entire series based completely in the castle. Oh, easily, easily. Especially with the amount of the amount of uh, Castlevania games there's been around the amount of areas and the amount of different characters and things that you meet in that castle would be fantastic yeah 
I was saying this season four as well. Loads of loads and loads of characters from from the game is coming like enemies. Uh, oh, cool! You, you get a lot of bosses. Sweet. Um, a lot of bosses. Um, which is which is cool. Um, yeah, some some really really big uh big fight scenes and that. Um, yeah, I don't want to really say much else. Um, but but yeah, um. Good way to finish it. Uh, nice. Look, look forward to seeing what they do next. One thing is, uh, I tried to. I, I didn't really get into the <coughs> the other thing they did. The the Greek. What's it called? Blood and something. Oh yeah, that's right. They they don't. I've never never tried that myself. Um. Well, I didn't really give it a fair chance, but maybe I, maybe I should hmm. watch it at some point. Um. So. The other show that came out again on Netflix um, was the second series of uh, Love Death Robots, um, which is an anthology series, uh, being that it's each episode is its own self-contained little small story. Uh, I really enjoyed the uh, the first series. Um, uh, everything it has sort of a, a cyberpunky sci-fi type uh, theme to it. Mm. Um, now, like you will get this with most anthologies, it can be a bit hit and miss because, like, yeah, every episode's different writer, different director, so uh-huh. different style. Yeah. Um, and sometimes maybe some people don't get the uh, the the sort of. Ad- the anthology. Uh, yeah, the, some people the, think the they're way. watching a show and it's one big story. Well, no, it's not even that. I think I think some people try try and make uh, their entry into the anthology be like a film or a movie where they try and start at a, a point and develop something uh, by the end, but you haven't got enough time to develop like a like a relationship between two characters. Like in an anthology, you mm. can't have two characters meet and develop a relationship at the end that the audience is going to care about. You just don't have the time for it. Mm. Um, the the best episodes are always the ones, for me anyway, are that give you like a... It's like it's just giving you a wee glimpse into this world where something mental's taking place. And mm. don't try too hard to explain it. It's just you're taking this wee look and then you're gone. Um, and it creates this sort of intrigue. And there there is uh, episodes like that. There There's... Um, there, there's one where it's in the future where humans have worked out how to make themselves immortal. Um, knock-on effect of that is having children is illegal because people don't die, so why would you have children? Um, but there's people that still have children and involves in this cop who goes catches those people and uh, he has to execute the children. And... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> But um, uh, the, there's some really fucking like incredible looking ones where you're sitting there trying to figure out. Wait, did they just use uh, actors? <laughs> or is this like, so? Th- there's one um, one specific episode. Uh, if you weren't gonna watch the whole thing, just check this out. It's not even great story wise because this is the one that, that really tries to establish a relationship between two characters and develop it over the course of 18 minutes while, while other stuff's happening but 
Um, the uh, the CG in this, uh, you're sitting there trying to figure out is that actually CG? It, like, do, do you remember? Good. Do you remember seeing Final Fantasy Spirits Within for the first yeah. time? And you're yeah. like, wow, it's like this makes that look like a PlayStation One game. Like Jesus. you're you're a pro- there's never any any part in, in that where you're like uh the you say ah that kind of looks real but I can definitely tell there's parts in, in this where I was like is that actually real actors or is it CG and the only thing that really gives it that that tell is is some of the uh, the movements in that will ah, will it's always the know, movement but it's it's very subtle though um mm. but dear Jesus that that looks uh, to the point is where you're like. Is it actually? Would it not even be handier just to have actors on the a actors. green screen <laughs> than you doing that? <laughs> because in, in some of those, there's another one. So I can't remember what it's called. It's um, <clears throat> a guy crash lands. Um, he, well, he, he's in a he's he's in a fight in a spaceship. You don't know what the fight's about anyway. But his spaceship mm. gets uh, it's like a big big attack, him and his squadron, and he gets damaged, <clears throat> and he crash lands on the, uh, this rock in space, I don't know if it's a meteorite or something, but there's like an emergency, uh, like, hut thing there for pilots to go to get, if they get crash landed, mm. he goes in, and the uh, the maintenance robot freaks the fuck out, and it's trying to kill him, and it's him trying to not die, um, but like, there's part where he's trying to stay still because it it can only see movement and it's like the muscles in the face moving and the sweat going down his his face. And it's like the detail is fucking nuts. Um, I, I must give it a watch. Eh? Just something you let you you're sitting trying to figure out is that real or not. I definitely must give it a, a watch because this this sounds amazing. Like I've never actually watched the first season. I will confess, I've always seen it pop up on my recommended for you, but uh, I don't know why I've never watched it. I've, I've always heard you talk about it as well. I must give it a watch. The first season definitely is a is a lot better because I think it, it for me it's just a has got a bit more cyberpunk in it. Um, hmm. But the than this one, there's like probably my favorite one is a like a really short one where it's two kids. Where, like it's a Christmas one, which you know, it's fucking okay. me. Um, <laughs> but there's a like, two kids that they hear something, and they sneak downstairs to see Santa. <laughs> turns out Santa's this big fucking grotesque monster, but he's still Santa, and he gives them presents and then leaves. And they're all like, "What would he have done if we were bad?" <laughs> it's like it's just a sweet short thing, but it, like it's one of the ones that I enjoyed the the most. Um, that sounds class. Right. Uh, right. So on our next thing, then um, wrestling stuff. So. Mm. Way too well, which is too often wrestling. You have to talk about someone passing away. Mm. Um, and this time it is New Jack, at the age of 58, has passed away from a heart attack. Um, I'm I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm actually surprised he lasted that long. Yeah. He was I fond, really am. He was fond of his cocaine and throwing himself yep. off incredibly high things. Um. Yep. So, New Jack's most famous for his ECW run, mm. um, where he would come out. Uh, what was the song that would play? Uh, 
Jesus, I can't even uh, remember. I'm gonna have to, have to look that up. Uh, bear with me. You're okay. Don't come amongst yourselves. Oh dear God. <laughs> <coughs> Wait, is it iced tea? That actually sounds right. Um, he was on the Dark Side of the Ring documentaries as well, wasn't he? Uh, no, he had an episode. Ice, Ice Cube. Yeah. Ice uh, Cube. I, yeah. Uh, Natural Born Kills by Ice Cube and Dr. Trey would play. He would come out, start beating the shit of people, and the song would just play the entire time. Hmm. Uh, until he was finished beating the shit out of people and then leave. Um, Ozzy's <laughs> controversial guy. He did the, you know, you would probably remember the mass transit thing where yep. he cut the fuck out of a 17-year-old guy in a ring yep. because he didn't want to blade himself and then piss him blood everywhere. Yep. Um, and then there was the... Who was the guy? <laughs> he was doing the spot and... The, uh, off the the balcony through the tables, and the the guy had second thoughts, and New Jack basically just pulled him. The guy landed on New Jack's face. Uh, and when he came back from injury, he just like fucked the guy. They did. Why would you do an horse like like a? Why would you do a scaffold spot after it went so badly wrong the first time? I know. It's like let's do it again. And New Jack fired the guy off the the fucking mm. uh, the, the scaffolding and missed all the tables and nearly killed him. But there you go. This guy lived his gimmick. Say that much. Till the till the very fucking end, he lived his gimmick. Um, yeah, as you're saying there, um, the the HBO show uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, there's an entire episode dedicated to him. It is definitely one of the better episodes because the what they usually don't have on Dark Side of the Ring is interviewing the guy who it's about. Because mm. the guy who it's about is usually has passed away, um, <clears throat> but they have interviews with him, um, and then they they try and they try and see like you know how much of this is just him. Is he how much of his, of this is him working, um, and how much of it is is the real the real mm. man? Um, but that, that's uh, yeah, it's definitely one of the the more interesting. Episodes, yeah, Jerome Young. That's uh, the name I was I was looking for. That's his real name. Um, he's definitely one of the more fascinating characters in in all professional wrestling that there ever has been. Aye, <laughs> but uh, aye, wasn't exactly known for his wrestling prowess, just for being a mad fucker. Aye, he would jump off anything. Yeah. If you see his forehead, oh, uh, he caught himself a lot. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's he's seen a bit of color now and then. Yeah, get, known to get color. <laughs> but I um uh, I definitely recommend checking out uh, the Dark Side of the Ring episode. Just all that that has actually in its third season now. The yep, uh, Brian Pillman. There's a two-parter of Brian Pillman, I think. Both parts should be out now. You will have to find out a way to get that yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that just doesn't show on any channels over here, so you have to find that through other means. 
Yeah. It's usually a couple of YouTube channels get them uploaded. I, I don't, I don't know how you, how you watch that legally. I don't think there is a way in this country to watch it legally. Because you can't get that HBO Max Max because no. of Sky. Yep. Um. So. And Sky or Amazon or anything like that don't have that series to rent or watch or anything like that. So. Well, shall we uh, chat our way through this week's Dynamite then? Yeah, it was a good uh, And then we can call it a day. Yeah, um, some really good matches in this one. Uh, so, yeah, let's just go go from the, the top down here. Uh, so, we opened with the IWGP United States Championship, which is the New Japan US belt, being defended on AEW Dynamite against <laughs> the legend Yuji Nagata. Yep. Um, he is a three-time IWGP heavyweight uh, champion. He was, like, when he was at his top, uh, like, New Japan maybe wasn't, you know, in its best Mm. day, but he's he's still, he's part of that fucking legacy. Um, he is a Japanese legend. Um, he's 53 years old, and this was still a really, really good match. That was a hard-hitting match. Aye, this this was your, your prototypical, um... Like, boys, like I might not be able to bump, but I can still smack you in the face and take a smack mm. from you, and that's what we're gonna do. Um, I would I just like to point out, I was pleasantly uh, surprised because I was not expecting this. John Moxley coming out to the Trogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why somebody don't about the Trogs? No, no, he's never done this before. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought this was like a New Japan thing he did. I thought it was, it, it really suited him and sounded really it cool did. until it got to the, like, recorder no, solo. The whistle. <laughs> or the whistle. <laughs> it's like, oh. I, I heard somewhere that was, um, that was Moxie paying tribute to someone else. Right. Some other Japanese wrestler, but I'm not sure. I, I okay. love the whole... So, like, Yuji Nagata comes out first. He gets a fucking huge pop. Yeah, he comes out with his, with his young boy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but then when... See Moxley and Kingston even coming out together, just their energy. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. Like, Kingston's all like, oh, we're going to beat that fuck out of you, let's go. Um... <laughs> Uh, apparently Kingston's a massive Nagata fan as well, so he was he, oh, he, he, been... he had the best fucking seats in the house for that, uh, as in standing beside the ring. Um, trying his best not to pop. <laughs> I don't think he was even trying not to, no. he just, just let it go. Yep. Um, I, uh, obviously Moxie wins this one. Um, yep. Fantastic match too. But but great great opener match. Um, bit of color in that match as well from Mox. Yeah, maybe a bit of an accidental one there. Oh, um, of course I. But you could tell he was just enjoying himself. Yeah, all ending the the part time shift eventually. But uh, I Nagata pulling out Enziguri's and everything. The, the, the kicks. Um, yeah, Fifty three, incredible shape. And wants to wrestle till he's seventy. <laughs> Yeah, and he looks like the type of boy it could do. Yeah. Um, yeah, but a different kind of match than you usually see. Um, 
on on AEW, and that's again that goes to AEW strength. They give you variety. They give you a bit mm-hmm. of everything. Um, I so after that, so we went from that, which was great, and I loved it. Then we went to something else, which I didn't love, which was Cody Rhodes' fucking promo, <laughs> awkward ass, fucking cringy promo. Aye, I guess what I I this may be one of the. Worst things that's ever been on Dynamite. I don't know. It was very um. I <laughs> I get what he was trying to do, but I was still like, "No, you are the bad guy in this match coming up now." <laughs> now I know there's probably Americans that will love this, and it's like they're yes. they're all very patriotic over there. But mm-hmm. international fans see this, and it's like, "Would you? We see you over there." We see what you're doing. We, mm-hmm. we see, like, oh, there's gas shortages. I better go out and buy all the fucking petrol, even though I drive a fucking Tesla. Mm. Fuck up. You're not fooling anyone, Cody. You're not. And, um... He's trying... I mean, he's, he's doing a better job than most of the actual politicians. Were he's, he's, he's trying, but it's just like, nah, we're not... I'm sorry. We're not, uh, we're not buying. I, I've always... I think it's it's a badly timed... It's it's kind of tone deaf um, to to a lot of what the... Because you're, you're seeing, like, America... I don't America, think that style of promo suits I, today's wrestling. No. And America and its patriotism is a very complicated thing at the minute, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of disingenuity and what that actually means. Um, mm-hmm. And Cody didn't really do a good job of, like, say, it's not like he was getting political with it, but it's, it was just no. very generic, yay. And it, like, and the guys that booed when he mentioned uh, Tony Khan's father being an immigrant from Pakistan can go fuck themselves. Like, seriously, fuck off. If it wasn't for Tony Khan's father, you wouldn't be sitting in that fucking arena watching this, you I stupid know. cunt. Like, what are you doing? But, I, um, I just, it, it was just very cringe and, and corny, and now I, I want Anthony Gogo to give me a shot him. Yeah, you know, digging the bread basket. <laughs> So, our next match, an or great match, and well, one that one that must have been upsetting for you to. It was the end it was of an era. It was the Young Bucks versus SCU for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Right. See, before this match got started, mm-hmm. you know when they were showing Daniels and Kazarian chatting. I don't yes. know if you noticed this, but I did. Did you see Daniel's t-shirt? Or, sorry, Kazarian's t-shirt? No. He was wearing a Bad Influence t-shirt. Oh, as right. As in Bad Influence TNA, them two. So it was like, they, they, they're going back uh, to where they started. and you can't do that. Here they are. <laughs> ah, all right. Can, I thought you meant it was like, it's like, oh, we're not SCU anymore. We're Bad no, Influence. No, no, I think, it was, I think it was just a wee nod to the where they started. Yeah, and yeah. SCU's where they'll finish. Uh, but so uh, the the stipulation on the line: if SCU lose, they break up. Which is uh, they they that was a self-imposed stipulation from back in January, was it? If December, was, January, something like that. that. Where if they lost a match, they would break up, and then they went on a undefeated streak up until this point. They get the shot at the titles, uh, and unfortunately, the Bucks are cheating bastards. 
There was uh, some major shenanigans. Fucking spraying boys in the eye. <laughs> Who was it? It was, was it Daniel. Daniels? Daniels got sprayed in the eye with with fucking cryo spray or some that stuff they spray on your muscle after a match. Piss of blood as it is, and uh, spread the eyes. He cut deep. He did. Uh, he and was then, like he was time. pulling up blood, lying on his back, and the blood was pulling at the back of his head. So, oof. It's like easy yeah, on was... there, boys. <laughs> that being but, said, it was a phenomenal match. <laughs> it was a great match. I, um, Matt and Nick being real fucking healy healy. Ah, Jesus, they're so the good whole at us. I'm sorry super kick out. Aye, they they do the the cr- the crib on the Shawn Michaels Ric Flair. I'm sorry, I love you super kick, but in a mocking way, pretend to cry. <laughs> Mm. I think it was on uh, being the elite. They said there was going to be so many. I'm sorry. I love you, super kicks in this match. <laughs> I guess we only need one. Um, I the, like both Kazarian. Kazarian first. Uh, when when uh, when Daniels got got color, he was outside the ring. And then Kazarian had his his fucking Superman moment, beating the shit out of both of them. And then he did. Um, uh, eventually, the the box got the better of him. Then Daniels made his comeback, and then he did his two on one, beat the shit out of the moment. But then it all just got too much for them because you had the fucking Doc Gallows and Machine Gun Anderson at the side of the ring doing shit and then spraying things in eyes and I BTE trigger, and that's the end of SEU. Fantastic, fantastic match. Brilliant match. Brilliant match. I can see maybe. That maybe being one of Daniel's last, you know, I can because he's fifties now, so Xerian he'll still go for a while, but you can maybe see Daniel slowing down a bit. Mm-hmm. So next we had a, the world title eliminator match to decide the number one contender, Orange Cassidy. Who would have thought it versus mm-hmm. Pack? Um, so there was something just not right about this match because we've seen these guys have a fantastic match before, and this mm-hmm. just wasn't. Happening, um, it was well. Really it was going grand, and then a powerbomb I think went wrong. Yeah, there, there was a, like I didn't, I didn't catch, pick up on on powerbombs going wrong. It's just the the pacing seemed really off. Um, and well, they were doing that thing they did even during Revolution, where Pack was going up top and Cassidy would roll across the ring, and yeah, you know they were they were doing the Cassidy comedy moment. Then the pace picked up a bit, and as soon as as soon as Pac landed that powerbomb, mm. you seen his eyes sort of shoot open a bit, and you seen Aubrey sort of look a bit. Cassidy just about rolled out of the pin, I think with a little help from Pac, and that was it. That The match took a... You could tell something wasn't right the moment that happened, eh? Yeah. So, uh, Cassidy does have a concussion from this. I think the original plan was for them to go 20 minutes and draw. Mm. Uh, instead, they they uh, made a call, sent Kenny Omega out there to to hit Pack with the belt, which put both guys down, uh, and they were unable to answer ten counts. So we still get our draw, uh, which means at uh, double or nothing, we're getting our first ever um, triple threat match for the title with uh, Orange Cassidy, Pack, and Kenny Omega. I just hope Pack uh, that's enough time for him to to make a full recovery. Um, because this will be the Spain and You mean Cassidy? Oh, yeah, Cassidy. I was going to um, say, geez, Pac doesn't need time to recover. You know what he's like. 
man's a fucking machine. <laughs> you know what I still love to this day very, very quickly? Uh, last year, amazing Iron Man match between Kenny Omega and Pac, right? Mm. And then that Sunday was, uh, or Saturday was Revolution. And Kenny Omega comes out with all the tape and all on him. And Pac just comes out himself because he's Pac and he's not hurt because he's a machine. It's like amazing. But that'll be good to see Kenny, Pac, and Cassidy all in the ring at the same time. I think this is going to be a magic match. Yeah. Uh, next up, we we had the coronation of the Pinnacle, where the Pinnacle <laughs> after after dispatching the Inner Circle at uh, the Blood and Guts match are gonna just brag about it now. Um, so all that stuff was great, like the all the talk and stuff. They gave them the expense of totally gave them all watches and shit, mm. uh, and then um. Ortiz, Hager, and Guevara come out on a golf cart thingy majigger, which you could totally see Jericho hiding. <laughs> I, did, I, I did see him. You couldn't miss him, his fucking yeah. head just there. <laughs> um, uh, and he comes out and they, they demand an hour match. And then then they do the fucking stone cold spot with the beer. It's like, come yeah. on, don't do that. But this time it's the bubbler. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't change it enough for me. <laughs> I, no, I, I just remember thinking, it's like, oh, don't go not copy stuff. WWE, like like famous WWE spots, just don't. It's kind of. Eh, mm. <laughs> you could have done that without, without, or done something else. I don't know. But uh, what is uh, the, what came out of it is we're getting a second stadium stampede match. Um, between the inner circle and the pinnacle, and if inner circle lose, they're done. I was thinking about this. I reckon the reason they're going to do one more stadium stampede is this could probably be their last chance of doing it because they're getting ready to tour again. They are, yes. So there's obviously. Mean, yeah, I mean they can always like that. Well, a stadium's not going anywhere, so I suppose oh, I you make a point. Can... The what's what's the likelihood of them doing another big pay per view at Daly's place? Exactly. Once they're touring, that's a good point. So, might be a while again before maybe that does happen. So this could be, this could be. You know, we we know this is our. We're getting ready to leave and hit the road again. So why not do one more big mad match, which was the most talked about match of last year. So we'll do it one more time, and then who knows when we'll be able to do it again in the future. Yeah. Do you know what uh, I was thinking as well though? I know, I know, I don't like to mention him, but Johnny Cornetto will be going nuts because FTR are his favorite team in the world, and the right. Stadium Stampede is his most hated thing on earth. Oh right! And now FTR's in the Stadium Stampede. <laughs> well, good time. <laughs> that being said, I think it'll be fantastic because the last year was brilliant. It was a uh, supposed to be fun. Damn it. It is. <laughs> um, right, so next we had a, a bit of a nothing match between Thunder Rosa and Jasmine Allure. Yeah, it was sort of... What, what do you call them type of matches? Squash matches. Aye, but is, there has to be a reason for them. I, uh, if he's like... Like... Oh, we don't have anything. We need to put a women's match on here. Uh, and I, I don't, it does. Uh, I don't like that sort of thing it's like get like give him a fucking proper like start building that angle between Sheeta and and Britt Baker mm. I mean uh, the, we did get the 
it wasn't interview with with uh, Britt Baker. Um, mm. Jr. But yeah, I don't like. You've got dark for this. Uh, this mm. is what what dark is. I I don't know if if we really need squash matches on dynamite, but there you go. Um, then on to our main event. Uh, TNT title match: Darby Allen versus Miro. Um, yeah, this this was this was a good match. This was Darby Allen, fantastic match. Fucking bumping like crazy, <laughs> getting thrown about the place. Um, by Miro, just uh, just Miro being an absolute beast. Miro looked like a fucking animal during that match. A a dead eye. Um, I know people have said that uh, MBB hasn't been as you know used as well as he as he could be mm. but like like you can't just really come straight in just because you're at the, the big company the, you can't just straight away get fucking tired I, thought, on that. You need to... I thought the build up they did for Miro was brilliant you know just you know he came in kept Saban's best man but he yep. still kept talking about how he wanted to be the best and the wedding happened and he got all pissed off fucking destroyed mm-hmm. the best friends didn't want a rematch kept gives him it and then he goes mental after that uh, uh, it was a way where you you got uh, the best friends got to have their big reunion moment uh, he hmm. gets to lose the fucking plot and go right that's enough of this bullshit um, <laughs> and uh, uh, and then we get here where he gets a title shot and, and wins. And I reckon this match also builds up a wee bit of a, a tag team feud with uh, Darby and Stinger against Paige and Sky. Mm. Sting in the ring, though. I know, I'm, I'm worried. Uh, he did take a powerbomb like a champ from Brian Cage, right enough. Yeah, but there's taking one move and then there's putting on a match. And I know, like, it's a tag match. Darby will, yeah. would do most of the work, but, um... I... But, yeah, Miro is your, your TNT champion. Um, that's, uh... Good luck beating him. <laughs> fuck, there's the, just... That uh, is your monster heel. That's gonna Aye. be s- someone... Someone's gonna have to take him down. The thing I enjoy about Miro, though, he can do this crazy thing about him. He can do this crazy thing, and I think it's one of the best things he does. Where one minute he can be sitting smiling and looking like this big goof, and then his face just oh. changes, and you're like, shit, he's about to eat someone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh. he, when, he, when he had Darby on the outside, and you know, the fans are all cheering for Darby. He turns around, you know, he starts clapping and cheering them all on and all, and then he just turns and looks at Darby and just starts mauling him, and you're like, that is actually really cool the way he can do that. Just. On and off like a like a switch. Mm. Now here's something that happened that, that uh, I didn't see on Fight TV because it ended. Oh yeah, La- yeah, yeah, yeah. Lance Lance Archer came out at the end there just to give him a good old stare. Ooh. So I say see, I, I noticed it ended very abruptly. Obviously, it was live, I... so they must have ran out of time. Yeah, but Fight TV. Mm. True, true, true. I think the cameras would have kept going for us, but uh, so Archer came out afterwards then. Yeah. Oh shit, that'll be good. So I guess that's going to be his first defense. <laughs> what a first defense, eh? So <laughs> Page and Sky don't don't didn't really want the 
But I really just want to beat up Sting. <laughs> I just want to kick a shit out of 62-year-old man. <laughs> That's very Ethan Page, though. That is so Ethan Page. So fuck the title. Aye. Let's beat this guy. I, give a shit. <laughs> I just want to be an asshole. Sweet. And that was this week's Dynamite. Yep. Not a good show. Mm. Uh, overall. There are some <laughs> couple of questionable fucking segments, but <laughs> fuck, the matches were good. Yeah, matches were fantastic. Um, and with, with that, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Uh, Still feels weird saying that, this week's podcast, but yeah, I get used to it. <laughs> Well, what is this week number five? We're, we're, uh, we're going well here. Aye, uh, aye, uh, five, five. Right. Well, um, thanks to everyone for listening. If you've listened, and we will see you again next week. Say goodbye. See you next week. Bye.